boxed, ready for Saturday morning's Greyhound Racing Wrap. Across Victoria, RSN 927 is talking greyhounds. Diner Chancer won the jump, but Tornado Tears is quick to kick up underneath, and Rip and Sam got a slight check out of the first turn. Poco Dorado went to fourth ahead of Velocity Lily. Third last is Moment to Jive ahead of Wimburn Lucifer, and last of all is Double G around to go. It's Diner Chancer in front. Tornado Tears is two away. Rip and Sam sticking on on the outside, and the Victorians are four clear of Poco Dorado. Another five Moment to Jive, then Velocity Lily, Wimburn Lucifer, and Double G, but Tornado Tears took the lead. Rip and Sam's after him though. He's close enough to get his chance tonight. Tornado Tears and Rip and Sam from Diner Chance of Poco Dorado. Rip and Sam, Tornado Tears, Tornado Tears. He's too good. He beat Rip and Sam. Poco Dorado has flashed home into third and fourth Diner Chancer. Next across moment to drive. They were followed in by Velocity Lily. Well back was Wimburn Lucifer. Time for the run was 41 and 46. Racing. Big Flood wasn't great away. Winning the start was West on Augie. He dashed to the lead ahead of Hangston slowly. Carnley Kenny got a slight check. West on Augie ran to the lead. Threw on the rail to second. Hangston slowly. Two to Big Flood. He got to third. Next was Skyway. Very deep out. Shardale from Carnley Kenny. Morris Minor and Buckle Up Rose. West on Augie took over. He's a length in front, but Big Flood's winding up. Hangston slowly sticking on the inside. West on Augie leads for home. Hangston slowly drives on the inside. West on Augie for Western Australia. On it. He beat Hasten slowly. Third either Carnley Kenny or Big Flood. Next across Morris Minor. Then Shard Dale. They were followed in by Sky Wave and Buckle Up Rose was last. 29 and 44 the run. Well, they were the two national championship finals here at Sandown Park. You're with Andrew Q. Simone Fisher. A very special wrap up edition of Talking Greyhound. Simone coming up. We'll chat to both Robert Britton and Linda Britton, of course, with the two winners tonight and some very special guests but what a great evening just a, a quick word on the two championships it's been a fantastic night andrew and of course this has been the the finale of a great week with the nationals the dinners the media conferences the integrity conferences so it's really um the end of the the end of the road for the nationals for 2018 but gee what a terrific night it is pumping up there upstairs in the grandstand and of course those two finals could not have asked for anything more exciting. We thought it might have been Rip and Sam's time tonight in the distance final. He was very, very close and um, Tornado Tears was just gallant again and just got up on the line there. Just too good for Dinah Chancer, uh, Poco Dorado and Rip and Sam. They were the first four. And then, of course, in the sprint, it was Weston Augie, who's never been run down when he's led uh, for Chris Health. Chris didn't make it over here, but Linda Britton, his partner, did. And Weston Augie had lots of pressure from the two Victorians, Hasten Slowly and Big Flood, as we've heard. But, uh, gee, he was a terrific run and unexpected. Linda Britton said that she had no expectations going into tonight's final, just hoped the dog got around safe. Um, they were happy with his preparation leading into the race tonight. But he'd only ever had one run in Melbourne and it was at the Meadows and he fell. And um, so a trial here at Sandown last week and going into the final tonight, everything was crossed and, gee, it really paid off. Well, let's catch up with a few of those here on track at Sandown Park. Your station for the Nationals. Sharing that Greyhound spirit. RSM 927. You're with Andrew Q, Simone Fisher on site here at Sandown. The Nationals, what an exciting night. 
And if anyone, Simone, knows the history and the importance of tonight, it's our next guest. It sure is. Neil Brown. We had Neil on the radio show a couple of weeks ago, Andrew. And Neil is the walking encyclopedia on the Nationals. Neil, the 50-year anniversary tonight yeah. from when Princess Kerry won all the way from Warrnambool, the first sprint at Sandown. Yes, it was a very memorable night. She was a really wonderful chaser, a sprinter, um, and... Uh, a white and brindle, I remember, I could see her now, a white and brindle bitch, and she won a Bendigo Cup and uh, Sprint Championship in Olympic Park. She was a, a very, very good chaser, and uh, yes, uh, Digger Skyhill, and uh, I was only a young fella, about 16 years of age, and uh, lived, uh, of course, not far from the track, as I still do. Um, so it was a great night. So to be here 50 years on is uh, is super tonight, and we've had a wonderful week. It's been fantastic for the club and uh, all involved. It's a remarkable effort that you have been to the Nationals for that long. And I think, is it 30 or 40 years straight that you haven't missed one? Yeah, although I saw them all here in Victoria, and then uh, I haven't missed uh, since the you know, early 90s uh, on in the estate. So it went from state to state. So I've had a terrific time. It uh, brings back a lot of great memories. I look forward to this week uh, every year. It's, it's fantastic. I was going to say, you must be um, thrilled that the week, it's been a busy week. There's been a lot of media commitments and um, forums. There's been functions, everything. You must be absolutely wrapped. You're getting to the tail end and it sounds like it's been very successful. It's been a great week. Uh, the positivity for greyhound racing uh, on a national scale has been terrific, Simone. I mean, I, I can't emphasise that enough, that uh, the positivity around uh, all the meetings we've had for welfare and uh, everything involved has been terrific. And uh, it's, uh, you know, the, the MCG uh, night on Wednesday was just just great to, to be, think that we could get there and, and do something as good as that was. And last night was fantastic. Um, personally, for me, last night was... Very moving to in, uh, induct uh, Ron Nestor, one of the great greyhound men uh, in, in the state of Victoria. So to induct him into the uh, Greyhound Clubs Australia Hall of Fame was a real thrill for me, so it was fantastic. I was intrigued to learn that they haven't always been held both at distance and sprint on the same card. Is that correct, through the history? That's at different venues. Yes, that's correct, Andrew. For a long time, they had the distance early in the year, about March, and the sprint was always in September, so they, they were apart, and uh, they did a bit of travel in those days because uh, you'd have them in different states. Um, you may have the distance in, in New South Wales and, uh, and the sprint, for example, in, um, in South Australia, so it did rotate like that, but uh, I think they come together. Um, it was economical as well to, uh, for one organisation to run them both, so, and I think it's probably the best way to do it, but they were apart for a long period of time. And the heats and finals were, state heats and finals were apart for a long time. This year is the first time that you've had them all on the same night. It was amazing, the coverage. It was just a terrific night of racing. Hopefully this is a winning formula, Neil. I'm sure it will be. Uh, everybody was very buoyed about that. It was Greg Miller's idea. I, I must give our CEO credit. He came up with that concept of everybody shifting their nights and racing together. And as you say, the coverage on... RSN, TV, everything was uh, just super for the week and uh, it worked brilliantly and we'll be doing that uh, without any shadow of doubt from this point on. We'll let you get back to enjoying the night, Neil. Thank you for your time on RSN 97, our special coverage. No worries, Andrew, and thanks, Simone. Uh, enjoy the rest of the night, you guys too. RSN 927's Talking Greyhounds with Simone Fisher.
racing. Dyna Chance have won the jump, but Tornado Tears is quick to kick up underneath, and Rip and Sam got a slight check out of the first turn. Poco Dorado went to fourth ahead of Velocity Lily. Third last is Moment to Jive ahead of Wimburn Lucifer, and last of all is Double G around to go. It's Dyna Chance are in front. Tornado Tears is two away. Rip and Sam sticking on on the outside, and the Victorians are four clear of Poco Dorado. Another five Moment to Jive, then Velocity Lily, Wimburn Lucifer, and Double G, but Tornado Tears took the lead. Rip and Sam's after him though. He's close enough to get his chance tonight. Tornado Tears and Rip and Sam from Diner Chance of Poco Dorado. Rip and Sam, Tornado Tears, Tornado Tears. He's too good. He beat Rip and Sam. Poco Dorado has flashed home into third and fourth Diner Chancer. Next across moment to drive. They were followed in by Velocity Lily. Well back was Wimburn Lucifer. Time for the run was 41 and 46. RSN 927 on site here at Sandown, the Nationals. We've just had the distance championship. And Simone, the short price favourite, Tornado Tears, wins the feature. And we have a very special guest. We certainly do. Robert Britton, I know, Robert, you've been hounded for the last couple of years with Santa Bale. She took it out last year. Did you ever think that 12 months later you'd be standing there talking about another distance winner that you've trained? No, you, you, you know, like, you'd be crazy if you did, but uh, and you don't expect a dog like these two to come along so quickly. But um, when it does, you'll take it every day of the week. Absolutely, of course you would. And, Robert, you said to me during the week that there's nothing between Rip and Sam and Tornado Tears. It's just a matter of the dog on the night having the luck. And tonight it really looked like Rip and Sam. It was his race. Um, he just got out very well. Tornado Tears was chasing down Dinah Chance. Of the boat. They both were. But just waiting for that little break. But um, just didn't happen, did it, for, for Rip and Sam? No, it didn't. But he was a hell of a lot closer. And he did it. Look... He got a slight check on the home turn. It, whether it's cost him the race, I don't know. But at the same time, um, it show, it's, the good sign of it is the fact that he did get out early and uh, it might hopefully it's a change for him and he might start doing it a bit more often. We've spoken about this before when you've had two or three chances in the finishing straight. How, how do you view that? Obviously, punters who took the $1.40 are praying and hoping for the favourite. But how do you view things? Well, I, I looked at what's coming behind those two. And uh, as I said, and the six was a terrific run. It, it came from a long way back, and it was a good run. But again, uh, um, I, I think the pressure is the fact that you've got a dollar forty favourite, and that's you're hoping things go to plan. That's all. During the week, was everything going to plan how you would hope? The dogs were well within themselves, and going to tonight's final, were you, had you crossed every T and dotted every I? Yeah, couldn't be happier. The dogs were really good for the last two weeks. There's been two weeks in between, and. Uh, as I said, I, I can't fault these. I, I touch wood, they can continually be injury-free and healthy and, because uh, you'd like to think it can c continue for a while yet. RSN 927 on site here at Sandown and Rob Britton, our guest, after Tornado Tears takes out the National Distance Championship. And, Robert, um, it was almost at Box Rise a repeat of the, the state final when Dinah Chancellor led, and he led a bit longer in the state final with Tornado Tears chasing him down. But he was very polite, Dinah Chancellor. He just moved off the rails there, and Tornado just thought, right, this is my opportunity. And that's when he, he just almost went up a gear when he had that opening on the rails, didn't he? He, he did, and I, I just like the way Tornado Tears waits for the run to come. And he, he did the same last week. He just waits for the dog to move off instead of making silly decisions. And... Look, Dinah Chance is a great dog and, and got the pace to match us every time or beat us early. And um, as My heart was in my mouth that we had to get past him, but, uh, but we, the dog made all the right choices. 
And what's next with Tornado Tears? He's only just turned two and a half. He's won over 450,000 now. Um, you've got the, is it the Bold Trees coming up around Melbourne Cup time, so no doubt you'd be aiming for that. But what do you do now? Because you're not going to get free-for-all runs every week for these greyhounds. You probably don't want to be dropping them back in distance consistently. So how do you tackle what's ahead? Look, it is a bit of a dilemma. Normally there's a, a very good circuit of staying races where next week was meant to be a race in Sydney, which has been cancelled. So all of a sudden we've got a month in between. But the speed star's coming up uh, in middle, middle of September. So that'll be our next aim. Uh, we'll probably trial the dog in between. And, uh, but, but as I said, the speed star will be... His, both those dogs will be the next uh, on the program. The other thing you mentioned to me during the week, Robert, is that um, perhaps a, a match race between these two. <laughs> we almost saw that um, tonight, but who knows? In the Speed Star, over the distance, it could very well be these two going head to head, and it was almost a date, or it looked like it could have been tonight. And how exciting yeah. would it be if we have a race like that? Yeah, I'm open to it. Um, as I said, I don't think we've got a lot to lose, and uh, especially the fact that we've got so long in between races at the moment. Um, if a club wants to come up with an idea of a, a match race, I'm open to it as long as it fits in with our program. And can we ask you, people are already suggesting this Greyhound could be one of the best ever. If that has to take place, that means the Greyhound has to go ahead of Fanta Vale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so where do you sit in terms of the plaudits already this early? And you know, I, I, I dismiss all that talk. Um, the reason I say that, I've been around a hell of a long time in greyhound racing, and I can go back to dogs that you people have forgotten that were just as good, you know, the Farrah's Mask and the Sheila's Teresa's and the Zoom Tops. and the, the, They were just superstars in their era, and that's uh, something that we've, um, we tend to forget very quickly. I guess in the context of what people are witnessing at the moment, Robert, there, he will be the greatest of all time for many people, just like Fanta Vale will be the greatest of all time for some others. Fernando, and you can go back, bold trees, like no one will ever win four Sandown Cups again. So I think we do sometimes get a bit carried away, Andrew. Um, it's great. Like He's phenomenal. He's sensational. He's still got to do a little bit more to get up where Fernando and Fanta did. All going well looks like he's a type of dog that can and will. Um, but I think we do sometimes need to just keep it in the context of the day and time that it was all happening and um, appreciate it for, for just what it is then. And, and even if we can't split them, I'm sure Rob doesn't mind if they all come through his kennel. <laughs> 100%. Look, you get those sort of dogs. But, look, I've been very lucky in the last few years that you've got to have good owners and uh, to produce dogs like that. And uh, I've been so lucky because, look, you can go back 40 years before that, uh, you, you haven't got those dogs. So, it's uh, you know, the last three or four years especially since uh, Space Star and Nelly Noodles. It's been uh, a great run for me with the stars. And Chris Waller with Winks is saying now it's starting to become relief when the horse wins as opposed to enjoying the moment. Is that the case with you now? Or? You know, most times it's not. I, I enjoy it. But tonight it was a bit of relief, to tell you the truth. And, uh, uh, yeah, it gets a bit that way. I guess it, we've had a big week with uh, Fanta Bale being um, uh, Greyhound of the Year last night and all those things sort of... Uh, um, they play on you a bit, so it's good to, to win and have the race over. Congratulations, Rob. Thank you for being part of our broadcast night. All the best, and we continue to watch with interest the, the great career of uh, Tornado Tears. Thanks for your time. Thanks, Andrew. Thanks, Simone. Your station for the Nationals. Sharing that Greyhound spirit. RSN 927. With Andrew Q, Simone Fisher on site here at Sandown for RSN 927 and Country Relays at the Nationals, and Simone, a very special guest on site here tonight. 
We certainly do, Andrew, and um, someone that you probably would not think that would be at a greyhound track. Um, more akin to being in a kitchen, whipping up some fabulous food and desserts. But uh, George Calambaros, welcome to Sandown tonight. Thank you. I mean, it's it's really interesting because I'm, I'm a Mulgrave boy. So this, this place is familiar to me in terms of the outside of it. I've been, I, I grew up here from the age of zero to sort of 22 years of age riding my my bmx around here but never been inside and this is my first time ever and i'm like i've got no idea about greyhounds um but it's super cool to be here and a lovely that there's there that that in the dining room here they're focusing on local victorian produce for me which you know touches my heart in terms of the greyhounds themselves it, i mean if you lived around here i live in, in clayton and we used to hang around and sand down every night or occasionally did you ever get to the track or absolutely not you know it was this one of these things that you just it didn't go into and and i don't know why I, I i've got no explanation but you know i'm i'm really pumped to be here and i've sort of been in and around a few sort of um uh, mature ears asking questions what's happening now what goes on there you know what's going to happen there and I got to come through the the other uh, VIP entrance if you want to call it that and got to pat a few of the dogs well that begs the question how did you actually get involved in being an ambassador for, ambassador for the nationals George I think you know what it is again if, if food is involved on there and 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 for me yeah uh, you know for me knowing the fact that you guys are really hoeing up uh, not hoeing into but uh, you know uh, connecting with Victorian produce like the the guys from Gippsland are here you know showing off their amazing stuff like the mafrachetta the incredible chocolate that they're making some really awesome stuff I'm going to be here and so it's exciting you know and, and obviously if we can connect that with something I don't know any I don't know anything really about greyhounds tonight I will but hopefully those that lo love greyhounds know about them and now going to go wow you know what Mafrachetta is amazing Gibson produce is amazing the potatoes the asparagus the the carrots the this well I'm going to celebrate them next time I do a dinner party we've all won you know they have a great buffet here and RSN sometimes brings a table to and just, they do the greatest chips, George. They're hot, a bit of salt on them. They're actually terrific, you know that? You know what? There's nothing better than good hot chips with a bit of salt. I mean, they're humbling. The potato is one of the most incredible and amazing uh, uh, ingredient that not only is um, versatile, it's steamed, fried, mashed. I mean, it is brilliant, isn't it? And I guess we can associate hot chips down in the old bedding ring here at Sandown, Andrew. But, uh, George, with the greyhounds themselves, what did you think when you first saw them when you walked in the gate? Is it something, a greyhound, have you been seen them before out in public or is it the first time you've actually come up close? No, this is the first time, up close and personal. And, and as I was coming through, I saw a couple of them. Um, you know, it, it, I'm intrigued. You know, I'm intrigued. And, you know, I look at life always as an experience and food brings me to some interesting places around the world. And here I am in the doorstep of where... Where I was born and it's just that little bit sort of ironic as I was driving down here I'm like oh my gosh I used to ride my BMX bike around these streets uh, and it always just sort of flashing back to me so you know life's a wonderful thing I'm pretty lucky. George we'll let you get back into the uh, the dining area thanks for your time on RSN 927 here at the Nationals. Thank you so much thank you. Racing.
Big Flood wasn't great away. Winning the start was West on Augie. He dashed to the lead ahead of Hastings slowly. Carnley Kenny got a slight check. West on Augie ran to the lead. Threw on the rail to second. Hastings slowly. Two to Big Flood. He got to third. Next was Skyway. Very deep out. Shardale from Carnley Kenny. Morris Miner and Buckle Up Rose. West on Augie took over. He's a length in front, but Big Flood's winding up. Hastings slowly sticking on the inside. West on Augie leads for home. Hastings slowly drives on the inside. West on Augie for Western Australia. He beat Haston slowly. 30, the Carnley Kenny or Big Flood. Next across, Morris Minor. Then Shardale. They were followed in by Skywave and Buckle Up Rose was last. 29 and 40 for the run. RSN 927 here at Sandown Park, the Nationals. And we've just had the Sprint Championship. And from box four, Weston Augie takes the prize for Linda Britton, the dog, of course, over from WA. What a tremendous result, Simone. Absolutely. We should say Chris House as well. Chris and Linda, of course, um, partnership here with their training, and I know one couldn't do it out without the other. But, Linda, congratulations. What a, what a thrill when it was so unexpected. Yeah, thanks, Simone. Yeah, look, you know, I knew he could do it if he could jump, but he, we, we were, he was probably down a little bit on form, and, uh, and it's just exciting to see him back, knowing what he can do, and, and he did it tonight on the right night. I've spoken to Chris throughout the week and um, he said when he came over to trial it had been a big day. He'd had a flight from Perth to Melbourne, trialled here. Time probably wasn't what people were expecting but he was happy with the trial. But gee, it just showed tonight what that um, trial has done for the Greyhound. Yes, he definitely needed the trial. He's a, he's a dog that needs a good look at the track and, and his surroundings and uh, he improves on that every time. So. And I guess the last time we brought him to the Meadows, he fell. So there was that in the back of your mind that his confidence might not have been up. But he definitely uh, found the front tonight. We, we got a bit of curry from a couple of the other dogs. And, uh, and he, he really tried hard. He, he does at both ends. He begins and, and he's strong. So it was just fantastic. He's a greyhound that's never been run down when he's led, but he has come from behind as well. So what were you thinking tonight? Because he got away to a great start, had pressure from Hasten slowly. Big Flood looked like he was looming on the outside at one time, but were you confident once he was in the lead that that's where he was going to stay? I was very happy he was in the lead, but you've always got to remember that it's the it was up against probably better dogs that he runs runs against in Perth. So, so I thought that's possible that they could run him down, but he... Um, you know, I knew he was strong, so we were in the right spot. But uh, you just don't know because of the calibre of dog that he was up against. And what about travelling across this side of the country? Obviously, the dog's been here a little while now, but we're, we're told in many sports the tyranny of distance and the disadvantage. I mean, it's a bit different to be coming here from WA than a greyhound that's spending all of its time here in, in Melbourne. But is that any uh, disadvantage? Well, it can be. It depends on the dog's temperament. This dog's got a nice temperament. He's a lovely dog and... Uh, is, is pretty mellow, and uh, but he does need some time to settle in, and, and this is why we sent him a little bit earlier, um, and, and he settled in well at Roberts. He's been there before, so so we wanted him to come over and have a good, you know, we knew the trial was a little bit too soon, um, but he had time to get over it. And probably as we speak about eight, nine degrees, a typical Perth night, of course, the Fremantle doctor hasn't arrived. <laughs> That's right, but we've been getting some cold nights over there. The temperature's very similar at the moment, so... And what a lovely day it was today. So, you know, like there was very much like Perth weather today. Our guest is Linda Britton talking about West on Augie taking the National Sprint Championship a short time ago here at Sandown Park. And Linda, he's only just turned two and a half years old, so a bright future ahead of him as well. But he's already been a star sprinter in uh, Western Australia. He's taken his stake money to about 250000 maybe a bit over that now. So 
Do you have anything planned out for this dog coming up or are you just going to take each run as it comes? No, we're fairly keen to send him to Sydney or uh, um, leave him here and he'll go to Sydney for the million dollar race. Um, that's cemented that tonight, you know, like, so we've definitely got to give it a go. And uh, so, so that's the plan at the moment. Uh, we'll look at that race and uh, I haven't really looked at much else, but, you know, some big races coming back up in Perth later on and obviously the Melbourne Cup and races like that. Um, so hopefully, you know, he can keep on going on with it. It was his 21st win tonight, <laughs> quite a celebration in itself from 34 starts. That's a, a terrific statistic and a couple of placings as well. Has he been a sound dog for you throughout his career? Yeah, touch wood, he has been. Yeah, we've been really lucky. He's not a big dog and um, he's only 29, 30 kilos. So, you know, like he's been sound and, and we haven't had many dramas with him at all. So he's, he's, he's an easy dog to train. He's, um, he's lovely around the kennels. And uh, so, you know, fingers crossed that he keeps on going on with it. I'm sure he will, and like you said, he's been racing against some very good dogs tonight, and he had two of the locals, the Sandown specialists here, trying to run him down, but uh, just too strong. So we really look forward to seeing what this greyhound's got in store coming up. Are you going to take him back to Perth with you, or are you going to leave him here at Robert's now? Uh, I've got to discuss that with Robert at the moment, though. I think we'll be leaving him here for a little bit, and, uh, and we'll map out the race up in Sydney. I'm not taking anything away from Chris, but... Maybe the first brother sisters on the same night to win national championships. I'm not sure. Is it's nice to pick up a title when your brother picks up one as well? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, there was there was lots of hugs and cuddles and and everything when he won, and uh, because Robert and, and Mary had won the uh, the big race, and so, so it was fantastic. Yeah, sure had an entourage here as well. I think the Westons. I know. Um, They've been owners of yours for many, many years and very good owners, which I, show, I guess is testament to you as a trainer and Chris. And as owners, you must have a great relationship that it's lasted this long. And uh, people can fall out over dogs, but obviously you guys haven't. We've had a fantastic relationship. The Westerns are the best people you'd ever meet. And um, look, they've always supported me. They, they, and, and Chris, they've never ever, we've never had a crossword in all the times we've trained dogs for them. They leave all the decisions to us and hopefully we've made plenty of good ones and, uh, they, and you know, we've had some great dogs together. It's been right back from Regimite. We've had some fantastic dogs. Well, what a great night for you. And with the two-hour time difference, technically, you can still party on later than everyone else. It's only early for you. Great to chat to you, Linda. Congratulations. Big result for uh, Western Oregon. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Your station for the Nationals. Sharing that Greyhound spirit. RSN 927. Well, what a great evening it has been. And as you've heard there, we've caught up with some of those involved with the winning championship finals and, of course, some of the special guests here on site at Sandown Park. Look, uh, Simone, where do you place the Nationals in terms of the calendar in not only Victoria but in Australia? Because certainly the prestige that we learned from Neil and the history involved with the with the championships that make it a very special and important night. It does, Andrew, and it's very unique. And I think um, over the years, you know, we boast the best greyhound racing here in Victoria, probably followed by New South Wales. And the Nationals, Nationals is sort of that chance for every state to stake its claim and uh, prove that they are the best. And, of course, it, it 
can sometimes not be a level playing field with some of the interstate chases. They may not have the opportunities, the amount of tracks. You take Tasmania and WA, there's only three tracks there. So the Greyhounds aren't exposed to as many tracks here in Victoria, New South Wales. Uh, South Australia's only got a handful of tracks as well, and the main one being Angle Park. So some of these Greyhounds may have a disadvantage, and I think over the years perhaps people have always just thought, oh, they're not up to it. But I think in recent times there have been upsets and we have seen like two years ago Wormburner for South Australia took out the sprint and you know it's not always a clear-cut favourite and I think that's what keeps the excitement up here with the Nationals and um, I don't think they're going to be able to top the media launch on Thursday, uh, Wednesday night at the MCG having greyhounds run around the MCG I, I don't think that's going to be topped but I think the racing it just goes to show it doesn't matter what state you're from but we can all enjoy the same thing we're passionate about and what a thrill look I wouldn't mind having a greyhound start at 100 to 1 in one of these finals I think it's just a thrill anyway a thrill to be here and be involved in it all and um, treat it as an equal and certainly there are greyhounds that race here tonight that would never have a reason to be here unless they qualified. So the incentive to come and, I mean, I'm sure for every state, their home turf and their home track is the big be-all and end-all, but it's pretty strong in Victoria too. So to be amongst all the best is certainly an incentive, regardless of the end result. That's right. To win a state heat and final is no easy feat in itself. It doesn't matter what state you're in. So whether you've come from Tasmania, Queensland, South Australia, it doesn't matter. It's still a hard task to get there in the first place. But uh, it, you put yourself into a Group 1 and every greyhound deserved to be there. That's what they had to do, run through the same procedure in every state, heat, final, and then in two tonight. So I think it's a great concept. It's been modified a number of times over the years and I think they've come up with the winning formula this year Andrew every heat was run on the same night in every state it was just back-to-back -back heats and finals and it, it just made it not so strung out it was just a lot smoother process that I think they'll be sticking with it's been a very successful night. I hope you've enjoyed the show, whether you're listening on RSN 927 or our podcast via our social media and our website in the days ahead. Andrew Cuse, Simone Fisher on track at Sandown. And we wrap it up by saying... You keep those tails wagging.